0: Good afternoon and welcome back to the Conservatarian Exchange on the Liberty Block, streaming on Facebook Live, hosted today by our regular panel of Ed M., Ed P., Gina, Mike, and myself, Steve. We proudly share with you diverse opinions on current events and issues from some of the best and brightest, whose worldviews range from more conservative to quite libertarian. Best and brightest. Shortly after the conclusion of the live program, <clears throat> excuse me, it will be available as a podcast, which can be found on SoundCloud and most podcast apps. Good afternoon, everybody.
1: Hey Steve. Good afternoon, guys. Hey everybody. Hey Gina.
0: Hola. So How I are can doing? a couple of stories that I'm interested in. You guys can tell me what you think is the most important. There's a 5.8 I'm not going to say how many zeros. The
2: Rehabilitation Act of 1973 oh, oh, oh. as amended covers <laughs> Mute. Disability.
3: It won't turn down. And oh, man. Look American at that. I'm going to have to mute myself. Mute, 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 mute.
0: <laughs> you can see wow. this
2: is the best producer having on the
0: technical difficulties. Competition technical on our own show. Look at that. <laughs> um, a I'm trying to do this stupid trick budget, folks. Um, we got Tucker calling for the 25th Amendment, which I don't think is going to happen, but it's interesting. Um, We got the NFL hiring mandate, which is just absolutely hysterical, if you ask me. Um, Some people are admitting, this is shocking, I know, to those, those of you with weak hearts, that Hunter Biden's laptop may have been really Hunter Biden's laptop. And we got great Ron DeSantis stuff going on. So having said all of that, Gina, you wanted to talk about the thing you mentioned right before the show?
3: Yeah, I was just excited to see that there are some fines coming against um, the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC. So I just looked it up and it was an $8,000 $8, fee to the treasurer for Hillary Clinton campaign and $105,000 um, fee to the DNC's treasurer regarding the dossier. Now, so, what yeah. exactly
0: are they finding her for? For lying? What is it she did?
3: I believe that's what it was. I would have to pull the article up again. If you give me two seconds, I can find it or we can circle back to that in the words of
0: (laughs) you gotta dye your hair to see that.
3: Maybe I can like put a filter on the screen. I can be a redhead for a minute.
1: You can do that. Okay. Yes. We're in an age where you can be anything you want to be, Gina. That, that's correct. I
3: know. I could even be like the best offensive line coach for like, I don't know, the New York Giants or whatever. You <laughs> guys think I should. Coach.
1: Oh. You could be a lineman.
3: I, I could. <laughs> I could. But, you know, they're offering us females. I should put in for it just for craps and giggles. to totally put in for it.
0: Yet? Yeah. What's a female?
3: I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you had a biologist.
3: That's right. I'm not what are going to do? Let's say they
0: hire a female offensive coach, and she identifies. That would as
1: certainly a... be offensive, Steve. I'm sorry. <laughs> that would <laughs> certainly be offensive, Steve.
0: I, I, you know what? That's the kind of thing I would say, but I shut up. <laughs> so now, in the middle of a play, she decides she's a male. I know. What do you do? I mean, it's like an automatic default, or you just call that one play over or something. But anyway,
1: it's All a right. conundrum.
0: Well,
4: there's got to be there's got to be a new penalty, you know, that they can assess on that.
0: Oh my lord! Right. Gina, <laughs> so like like uh, story, kind of offsides. It's, huh? Oh, Mike,
3: <laughs> I've blocked him. I'm still looking for the article. Sorry, right. I got distracted talking about football.
0: No problem. Sorry, let's have somebody talk about a serious topic while I investigate right. <laughs> further, please. Yes, let's stop fumbling around here
3: that's good i
2: think we're losing the ball on this
0: <laughs> ah to think i was proud of the show all right <laughs> somebody save us
3: <laughs> all right for lying about funding a discredited dossier that was the reason
0: who do they, they like the report was false That she said she spent money on something that she really spent on something else.
3: Correct. So it was for lying about funding a discredited dossier. She violated strict rules on describing expenditures of payments funneled to the opposition research firm, Fusion GPS, through their law firm. There you go.
0: Are we supposed to be outraged Uh, that four years after everybody knew they were lying, that now everybody says they're lying when it doesn't matter?
3: You know, I, I'm not going to be outraged because I'm just, I'm so happy to see anything at all because I thought there'd be absolutely nothing 20 years from now, 40 years from now. So this is something.
1: Right, hey, but the you fact know, that you mean, one of those people that's so excited about the Durham report that's coming.
3: Yes, <laughs> yes, I am.
4: You mean the Bull Durham report? Right. Yeah.
3: I'll admit it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy. <laughs>
1: Because well, there, a, could,
3: there a, could be no Durham report because for how long did we think nothing was coming at all? So I'll, I'll take a little bit it's better than know, nothing. It's kind
0: of like the Hunter Biden thing. Is, you, know, you admit years later, oh, it was true and we destroyed an election and we destroyed a presidency. Oh, well, whoops. Is that okay? Yeah. There's nothing else we can do about it anyway.
4: It's interesting. I, I saw somebody post a meme on Facebook and it was true, which is, you know, all, all the stuff that should come out and be revealed that we deserve to know about, they hide. But the fake stuff about Trump, they just, you know, that, get that out there, you know. <laughs> we we got to go after him. So it just, it just shows how corrupt the media is also.
0: Right, but the stakes are high. I know. Getting aside. I mean, like I said, $5.8 trillion budget. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trump probably wouldn't have gone a nickel over $5 trillion. All right, somebody you always ha- have a way of
4: leaving us speechless, Steve. So I
0: know, I know, I got to <laughs> stop with that. Not in my job description. <laughs> All right, Ed Maslish, bedazzle
1: us. Uh, well, I'm going to surprise you probably with uh with a thought about that 5.8 trillion dollar budget. One of the proposals is to tax unrealized gains and. While I don't think it's a good proposal, I wouldn't propose it myself, I think there's a little bit of merit to it. And I think that of all the bad things that they're doing, it's one of the least bad things that they're proposing and that they've done. I think I think doing it would have a, a, an effect similar to if they repealed withholding. Right now, people are just putting mo- piling money into the stock market, and there's this... <clears throat> there's no break on the government printing money and continuing to inflate assets. But if, if people were paying taxes every year, there would be a natural break on it. If for no other reason that people would have to start selling some of those assets to pay the phantom gains. And I, I just, I think, I don't think it's a good proposal. I, I, you know, I don't like increasing taxes on anyone, but it's actually not really even a tax increase. It's just an, a tax acceleration. Right, I mean, when you get the gains, you're ultimately going to pay them, so it's not really an increase, but they would get saddled with it with being with a tax increase, even though it's just accelerating taxes in the in the opposite way that a 401k defers taxes. I mean, a 401k doesn't eliminate taxes; it just lets you pay them later, and um, so I don't think it's such a bad proposal. I know it's getting panned by everybody, and everybody thinks it'll just destroy the economy, but uh, I think that that's sort of baked in the cake right now. I think we're set for a major depression that's going to be coming. And um, but just as far as fiscal policy in general, I, I think that, uh, you know, making people pay taxes on the gains would, would at least make people look at what they're what's going on. And, you know, it would be at least a small break on the money printing that's going on right now.
0: What about the simple question people are asking, what happens if the stocks take a loss? Do they pay you back? What happens with that?
1: Well, then you take, then you get a loss the same way that you'd have a loss right now.
0: No, no. Losses right now are
2: uh, capped at $3,000. So.
1: Understood. Understood. And I and don't you know so, how. Gonna...
0: When you say take a loss, you mean you're going to put it on your next year's tax return. But you. Yes. You...
1: And, but just to clarify something that Ed just said, I mean, you, you, you're you limited to 3,000 in capital losses, but you can carry them forward. I mean, it's not like um, you you can't, you know, that you lose them. You just carry them forward. And if you have gains in a future year, you can offset them against prior losses. So, um, it's not it's not as bad as it's not as bad as that.
2: Well, I mean, there, you know, obviously all taxes are destructive. But I mean, I wonder how that would affect me. I own a company, uh, so therefore, I own there's like a hundred shares. I don't know what the lawyer did. There's like a hundred shares in my company. And uh, I can certainly, it's not traded, obviously, but I can, it, it, it can certainly be valued at something. And uh, of course, I can't sell 20% of it each year because nobody's going to buy 20% of my company. Um, but if the company has valued it some amount, then uh, basically it would destroy the company. And I think there are a number of companies uh, like that uh, family owned companies the other uh, they could say well you're we'll only do it for companies that are you know have a
1: publicly traded publicly traded or a,
2: you know a, a cap at you know million dollars or more a billion dollars or more or something like that but i mean you get to the point where something like amazon where you know the stock is owned by the jeff bezos i mean he's going to have to sell it which would just destroy the price of amazon so it's uh, you know, if that sounds
1: like a, that sounds like an argument in favor. <laughs> well, no, except for the other stockholders.
2: I'm not a big fan of some of Adam, Amazon's policies, but like everybody in the world, I use Amazon. So that would kind of be bad. Um,
1: Aren't you the guy that says that we need to destroy every one of these big companies?
2: No, I said destroy the social media companies like Google and Facebook and Twitter. And in fact, That's Elon um, said he was going to, he's thinking of buying Twitter. That would be funny.
1: Amazon runs Amazon web hosting services, so they're part of that.
2: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I you know, it's hard to tell which one is more of a dumpster fire than the others. but uh,
0: And the fact that rich people will find a way out of it anyway, is that an issue?
2: Yeah, I've always said that the C students can't figure out a way to, you know, prevent the A students from doing their thing. And I, I think this would be another... Uh, example, of it. it would end up screwing the middle, the middle class or the small business owner rather than the and
0: It hopefully wouldn't screw the gazillionaires. It's not going to screw Mike Bloomberg and Warren Buffett.
1: Well, why not? I mean, what do you what, think? How would they get around it? Well, they'd write they'd something.
0: obvious the, the, the congressman yeah. to get around it.
2: It certainly would unhinge the stock market. The other thing, of course, is since we have terrible money in this country, um, most people have to put their retirement savings into the stock market. And So um, now in a, in a real country where you have sound money, they wouldn't have to do that. Savings itself would, um, would grow over time. But in our country, you have to put your, your savings, your retirement savings in, in the casino, basically, and let it ride. Um, and you know, in this way, driving the stock market down is going to uh, is going to kill people's retirement. Which you know, it's fine. You know, people don't retire then, but um, it's uh, it's certainly something they've been, you know they've been sort of forced into by the government. And now to destroy that would it seems harsh.
1: But the reality is it's it's all a bubble anyhow from all the money printing. So that they're going to lose anyway. And while I don't think the proposal would lead to sound money overnight, insofar as your four small steps in the right direction, I think it will be a small step in the right direction. I think it will be at least a small break on money printing by the government. Okay. Now, what
0: happens? Let's say New York State, let's just pull a number out of the hat, has million invested in the stock markets from their pensions. Now, are they going to have to pay these unrealized capital gains?
2: I assume so. Why
0: not? I don't know.
2: I don't think this is a serious proposal. And if we talk about it as real policy, I think it's just, um, uh, obviously the democratic party is the party of billionaires. And, uh, but they want to try to, you know, obfuscate that. So they come up with a couple of uh, of policy proposals that really hit the billionaires and then they blame the Republicans when they don't pass. Um, Republicans also are all sort of the party billionaires, but fewer. So I, I think this was just a sort of a fake, a faint, a, a con, and it, it never had any so it's, it's just posturing and word. Yeah I never they really never had any reason to uh, think this was going to pass or or want it to pass. I mean they'd kill it themselves if they uh, thought, you know the Republicans uh, I, I think from Ed's perspective, I think the Republicans should all vote for it. like the Democrats killed
0: I mean like calling them bluff.
2: Yeah, yeah of course, but the Republicans are just as much uh, screwed up as the Democrats are
0: and in the same ways. But the super big money is pretty much all Democrat, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think there was an article that I read this past week or two that said that the Democrats were getting creamed, um, you know, back in the 80s. And they figured, you know, they really ought to suck up the business. And they they did. And uh, Clinton was the first, you know, but it really accelerated under Obama. And... um, the, uh, the billionaire class decided that the Democrats were reliable and, and went all in, especially when they had someone who was, uh, you know, uh, thought to be
0: uh, unreliable like Trump coming there, so. All right. Mike, no opinion?
4: Not touching this one. I'll be- touch Will, Will Smith.
0: We can go over that. (laughs) All right. All right. i was gonna ask, does anybody want to discuss Will Smith? If you want to discuss it, go. I'm gonna
3: go ahead.
0: No.
4: Go ahead. No, you don't want to talk about it. I keep wondering. I keep wondering if there's any real significant cultural um you know takeaway from all this. I I don't know whether there is or not, other than you know, our morality has deteriorated for a long time. And this is just another example of that rearing its head. Um, but to be honest with you, I think he didn't, when Chris Rock told the joke, it was probably like, you know, a little over the line, given, you know, the problem with um, Jada Pinkett Smith, the, you know, the alopecia that she has. But at first, Will Smith was not, he, he didn't seem upset at all. He was playing, he was playing along. He laughed at they it. They all know that there's going to be some rough jokes, but it wasn't until she gave him the eye. And to me, this is more about the sexes than anything. If we can, if they even exist anymore, I think
0: once she gave him that look, that was the cue that he was supposed to man up. Well, I, mean, I have a lot of questions about it culturally because what you said is, is a lot of what, what I'm thinking. About- but since when would anybody expect somebody to use physical force? these are the people yeah. are not the wild west anymore and you can't you know you don't like throw down your glove and duel and anyway. yeah, you do what are you talking about <laughs> oh, wild, <laughs> wild 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 west isn't that one of his songs
2: yeah of course i mean i i not what do you mean I um,
0: mean, if somebody insulted my wife and i got to hit them before she did i assume i'd be arrested so who even thinks well about it? i mean you're, you're talking not, about not the fact that he got culture are you you're talking about the fact that he's getting away with it? No, the fact that somebody got up and slapped somebody when's the
4: last time? Yeah, well, well, we're living in a in a time when people can do smashing and grabs and get away with it. So
3: Well, that that was what a lot is of where ta- we are. There has been a lot of talk referring to cultural um, where that has put us. Um, you know, and the response of his son, for example, like applauding it, people that were there applauding like the violence portion, you know, like yeah, 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 his son's like, Yeah, that's my dad. No, your dad just acted like a jackbutt on stage. God, wait, the and that's Jada's
0: stage. son, right? Huh? The Jada's son. Jada's
3: son, yeah. They but it's you know,
0: okay that his father and his mother.
3: I don't know. It's okay that he was. You know that his best friend was sleeping with his mom, and they were going to, you know, shows together and uh, going walking runways together and all that stuff. And you didn't hear like, "Yay, mom, good job," you know. So it it shows just a moral breakdown in society.
4: Well, again, <laughs> we're 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 titillated by all this stuff, and it's all part
1: of the social media. We love this stuff. I mean, I people
3: love people, it. I, I just, know, I'm, I'm shocked.
1: I don't think. I'm <laughs> I don't think Hollywood represents American cultural values at all. I don't think it's a reflection on American society at all. It's a reflection on Hollywood. Um, Mm. Personally, I think that it was staged and fake. There are arguments both ways. But from my perspective, if Will Smith wants to start slapping people who are yelling his wife's name out, he's got a long list of people after Chris Rock that he better be smacking. Right. I don't know. I think there's layers to it. There's very much layers. What What kind of layers? I mean,
3: Well, that's what everybody's.
1: How can you be okay with your wife sleeping with other men? I know, but but another man just making a. a, a, Well, that's what
3: they. That's what a lot have been saying is that it was like this buildup, and he finally snapped. You know, with different award shows over the past three weeks or four weeks, comedians and hosts have been poking fun at his open marriage, which that's not an open marriage or sorry, there's no such thing as open marriage. One spouse is cheating on the other one. You're too insecure to leave that person or call it out. So you let them go sleep around it to validate your insecurity. You call yourself in an open marriage. So they have ridiculed him. They've made fun of him. And they are, I mean, he's in the public eye. You brought this to her stupid talk show she's got. And you sit up there and say it's okay. You're going to get ridiculed from it because you look like an idiot letting this go on.
1: Huh? To me, I said, he well, no, he has been ridiculed,
3: that. he's been ridiculed non stop the last three weeks. So, so that's you, what I'm saying.
4: You think it's pent up frustration that came out?
3: I, I think maybe that was part of it, you know. No, it it, time it to-
2: clearly is, and though
1: clearly, you know, though I don't think clearly, well, uh, I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure.
2: I mean, first of all, how many of us actually watched the Oscars while it was on? Nobody. No, no well, one, right? Because point. nobody I, cares.
1: That's why I think it was staged. because. The, the, the viewership for the Oscars is they've lost like 80% of their viewers in the last five years. On the uh, Oscars, I don't know. I think so is it going to make you it. watch
3: next year? That's no, the but thing. we're all is talking it, about it. Right. But not we're still I'm not going to watch it. it. So that doesn't mean us because that might be a reason for even more people to turn it off. So I don't think, I mean, it could be staged, but for me, that'd be another, like say I did watch it. I'd be like, wow. Let me put, it, it, like,
1: really, really uh, let me put it like this. this. As a man, if some guy walked up to me in an aggressive stance and and was and then smacked me and I had my hands behind my back the way Chris Rock did, there is no way I wouldn't flinch. There's no way that I wouldn't pick my hands up to defend myself if I didn't know it was coming. And on the other side, Will Smith throws his punch and then turns his back. If it's if it was real, there's no way I throw a punch at a guy and then turn my back on him. Sorry, I just I I don't Uh, believe it. I mean, well, you're,
4: you're standing up there emceeing the Oscars, and I don't think that, that you would ever imagine something like that would happen to you. You're probably just shocked and shock. disbelief. Listen, I, I can understand being cynical and thinking they could have plotted this whole thing out, but... These guys my, are my, actors. My, they lie no, about everything. they lie my about inst- My instincts tell me, based on what I saw, that it was real. It's and just the fact, the fact, the fact that he was this? he was laughing at first and she gives him the eye. And it, it just, his behavior changed after that.
0: Okay, you know i got to I mean? ask a question. Everybody's talking about the slap. And again, I'm the old fogey. I thought his words after the slap were at least as grotesque. And, insulting. <laughs> and aren't people bothered by that? It just That's a level love. I
3: don't like that word. I, I am.
0: The you crusted. don't like... No, it just to me that was sounded like Phil's. a vessel of love the um now by the way Eddie, put that, that into a, a valentine's day card maybe we did get the ultimate opinion on this after which there is nothing else to say with all due respect to rush limbaugh oj chimed in <laughs>
2: oh, <geez. laughs> well a- as far as people who respect their wives oj is probably yeah. but
0: he actually chimed in to talk about was this was an appropriate thing to do and i think he didn't think so but it- I assume he meant it would have been more appropriate to knife him, but I mean, this talk about a culture that's gone all the way down. OJ, ah,
2: OJ has a Twitter account. <laughs> I, I do think that um, the thing that is a little bit worrying. I mean, d- despite the fact that I think Smith Smith cracked from certain pressure based on th- this whole. Um, you know, TV show podcast thing about his open marriage and, and the fact that it was up for an award and all that. And the fact that I think he try, is trying to save that broken marriage and a bunch of other things. And when she looked at him, I think he snapped. But of course, obviously hitting someone is not acceptable. But if you look at the polls, uh, I think Team Will is leading in the polls 52 to 48 uh, in the sense that I think 52% of the American public think what he did was acceptable and 48 think it's unacceptable. And of course, who are those people, right? Who who thinks it's acceptable? I, right? thought, I, thought, violence,
4: I thought violence was bad, but this is why we're supposed to be all mad at Putin, right? Black why? on black let crime, me, right? Ed, no, I don't it depends, depends on the situation.
1: Ed, let me I, ask you, if he snapped because of the way she looked at him, and the thing that made him snap was the way he's been humiliated by her for the last couple of weeks. Why wouldn't he have gone after her?
2: Well, that was Nick Krikata's, um point in, in his uh, discussion of this. He said he uh, Smith hit rock because he couldn't hit Jada. And that's, that's who he wanted to hit. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly right. That's interesting. That exactly. Right. Um, Cause there has been a lot, you know, there has been a lot of, of crap going around lately but you know this this last three weeks about him um i mean it's one thing if your wife cheats on you with somebody but with your son's best friend and you know their children are you know i mean before this you would think they were two you know relatively stand-up people compared to the rest of the scum in hollywood um and but their children are absolute ghetto trash i mean they are just the worst human beings imaginable and uh i don't know what to tell you they're um it's it's a mess will jordan the um critical drinker had an interesting point uh, today and he said that um in the old days people were were sort of fooled by the myth of the hollywood superstar and that the the Hollywood star was glamorous and beautiful and, you know, mysterious and what goes on and all of their um, in all of their lives of of, you know, culture and glamour and whatnot. And this myth was, um, you know, carried by the press at the time because the press is captured by the, the industry. But as soon as social media came around, you actually got to see what the movie stars were in real life. and. Um, and they turned out to be horrible, horrible human beings. And I think one of the reasons that this is just yet another reason that these are all those are all horrible people. And um, there are no such things as movie stars anymore. I think that was Jordan's point. So
1: uh, all horrible people. Why is it so out of the out of the realm of possibility that they staged this? And why is it on the and alternatively, why would you think that he did something so? Valiant to stand up for his wife's honor. I mean, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me.
4: Dan- Daniel in our comment section has an interesting comment. He believes it's 100% staged and that Pfizer sponsored the show <laughs> and are now in stage three trials of the very condition that Jada Pinkett uh, Smith has. I believe in some coincidences, but not this. So that's Daniel's take.
2: That's
3: pretty brilliant, <laughs> actually. Good call, Daniel. Good call. <laughs>
0: You know, I've been struggling with, was it staged? So I'm glad somebody as smart as Ed Maslish is saying, it may have been staged because I'm slightly less crazy than I think I am for thinking that. So I have another question, Ed B, you said everybody in Hollywood. So you have a guy like Denzel, who supposedly is a decent human being and supposedly goes over and whispers some Christian thing in his ear, et cetera, et cetera. And I guess one of my questions is, if Denzel is this good Christian, what the hell is he even doing there? <laughs>
3: Well, because we're called as Christians to plant seeds. Um, So that is why Denzel would be there as a Christian, because we are to separate ourselves from the world as far as like our morals, what we stand for, what we do. But that doesn't mean that we don't still partake in certain things. So now if Denzel was at that after party with Will, like partying it up and all that, that'd be one thing. Um, But with the Denzel point to it, so what was also came out and i guess this was in some book or some article something that was published but will smith had been going over to africa or something messing with like these witch doctors and all kinds of different things to get him through this bad time with his wife gosh i remember wish i could remember the whole article um but denzel had told him like when you come up to your highest point that's when the devil's gonna hit you the most and um being a christian and believing in the demonic realm and all that i think he opened himself up to a whole bunch and it didn't take but a whisper in his ear to get him up yeah. out of that seat uh well I'm not, I'm not
2: questioning your christianity gina but i'm questioning denzel's how do we know he's a christian i i know that there there are a few in hollywood that are because
3: he's bo- he's, bo- he's bo- <laughs> fruit he's That's how, that's how I would say, because I've seen him bear fruit from the things that he said, and that's how we are to know another Christian.
2: Because I've, I've known, you know, I, I know a few D-list people and, and, uh, you know, a few started out as Christian and and aren't, you know, anymore. They, they can't be, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, that is beaten out of you if you want roles. Now, maybe if you're a big star like Denzel, you can sort of go back. Go back to your religious roots, but um, it's really frowned upon. Now there are there are a few conservatives in in Hollywood from a political perspective. Um, many of them have been, you know, blackball blacklisted. Uh,
4: and a lot know. of them are in the closet. They don't. Yeah, most of them are but in they're... the closet.
2: I, I was it's on a movie set yeah. once and and uh, talking to the producer and. Turns out he's a Marine. And I said, Oh, so you're, up, you're a jarhead. He said, Don't say that. Don't say that. I'm like, What? He says, you Can't know that here. I'm like, Oh, okay. All right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I won't talk about it then.
3: Well, well, no, the, but you can, the,
4: um, sorry. Go ahead.
3: Oh, I was just going to say, you can see a lot of the the Christian actors moving over. So I don't know if you guys watch pure flicks or any of the Christian films, um, but you can see a lot of the actors leaving Hollywood as they advance in their careers. They're moving over and putting out Christian material. Um, you know, and I, I've seen like statements from Denzel Washington, you know, that don't align like Oprah that says she's a Christian and she believes in this. She's not, she, she's far from a Christian. Um And she (laughs) spread stuff that is not of the actual gospel itself. So like Oprah, I can say, yeah, no, she's definitely not. Um, But yeah. So anyway, Denzel does bear fruit. So
4: I mean, I shared that Jason Whitlock article through our back channels and he's one person I'm respecting more and more as one of our great thinkers right now. Mm -hmm. And he talked about what we were just kind of talking about, which is you can't serve two masters, Amen. right? You can't, you can't bow to Hollywood and, and, you know really adhere to your your own Christian values, your faith. I mean, it, it the Hollywood demands otherwise from you,
3: right? Well, and it's been great to see, you know, whether it is a sex scene that they say no to, there's been actors that have gone as far as saying, you know, what yeah. I'm not going to kiss another person. Um, sorry, that role's not for me, or you stunt double it, whatever, you know, and kudos to them for standing strong. So
2: We've been, uh, again, with the Hollywood, we've been watching a lot of Hallmark movies uh, for the last year and a half or so. And there's- like My there's condolences. A, they're, they're, <laughs> they're fun movies. What can you say? Fun little there, Some of them I are know. going woke, though. And and yeah, it's like they sold the company
3: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, they appointed this um, woke black woman, uh, Katenji Brown. No, it was somebody else, but that who's now in charge of the company and it's all diversity all the time.
3: Yeah, and it's gay weddings and gay this and gay and,
2: that. And, and the, to sort of turn the car a little bit, um, so you have uh, you have Hallmark, which is supposed to be you know really very much a uh, family friendly. Um,
0: I'm home buyer and I'm.
2: Channel uh, going woke, and now Disney. The the tapes that were released uh, today. Oh. Um, of the yeah. Disney uh, parks and pictures, uh, they're 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 aiming for like 50% uh, gay characters and some of their uh, well, you know LGBTQIALMNOPMOUSE uh, characters. Plus. In, yeah, plus in their uh, in their you um, know movies and you know diversity, etc. Uh, Who's got backfeed? there uh steve steve is uh, feeding us back uh
3: oh he's doing it
2: yeah but see he's the bag he's the manager so i can't mute him yet okay uh yeah and and one of their producers came out and said yeah i, I definitely have a gay agenda i try and put uh, gay stuff in as as much as i can into the movie this movie's for children now this you know for kids for five-year-olds and um and then with the whole Disney." management capitulation to the, I think there was one protester at, uh, at the Disney place in Florida, maybe a hundred in, uh, in California, these uh, protesters, uh, so the, uh, Disney went from say, hey, we're neutral in politics to like, no, we have to overturn the anti-grooming bill um, to allow teachers to groom your five-year-olds uh, into sexual perversion. Uh, They just, you know, they're just falling off a cliff. I just don't understand how if they really go through with it rather than just saying it. I mean, how they can keep, you know, from going, going under, because I mean,
0: you see that study people are talking about, I forget who who talked about it, that Americans are convinced that like 26% of people are gay and 20% of people are trans and everything else that because of the way Hollywood has manipulated people, they think that everybody is like this and they don't realize what small percentages we're talking about. So to somebody who thinks that, it's not wild that Disney's going all out on this.
2: But I don't think it's a small percentage, uh, Steve. I think, I think the- It's not
0: 20% of the population isn't trans. I,
2: I think there is a shocking number of kids nowadays who think they're not straight. Uh, either because they think that's cool, I've heard that, or because they're so confused, or they're, you know, they're taught, now, they are straight, but they, but if you give them a survey, is like, you know, what is your gender, and you give them all 57. Yeah, but
3: half of them, but half of them, they, I've, I've never said it before, they think they're flipping cats, like, you know, I was at the middle school, t- no, I'm being serious, you know, I was, like, I was teaching at the middle school earlier today, and some of these people are, they're nuts, they're just, they're nuts, they're nuts, and, they, they are and their parents allow it and their parents are like hey, that's, that's cool put a leash on you you'll be cool it's okay you know whatever it, it again it's a moral breakdown of society so kudos to those parents that are raising your children as cats and woodland fairies or whatever they call themselves for the day but um yeah I, I don't know where Disney goes from this I mean unless parents start standing up um but that's getting involved with getting rid of all the other companies with ESPN because they're controlled by the same, getting rid of ABC. And that's the same thing. We talked about football before, you know, with this happening, do the people that say, Hey, this is woke, this is bull crap. Do they actually turn it off? So our parent, like I've listened to parents, you know, complain about the Disney thing. And they're like, well, if they continue, go, if they continue, I'm not taking my kid to Disney. You shouldn't have been taking your kid to Disney the last 10 years, eight years. You shouldn't still be watching the NFL. If you think that they're flipping woke, turn the crap off. Like until people actually do what they say and complain about, like, it's going to continue. Like, honestly,
0: you watch the NFL for years, specifically because of these types of things i don't know how many people are boycotting and i don't know how many people will start to boycott because of this last thing which is so beyond insane you have to have a minority woman coach at the same time we can't define the minority or a woman mind you but (laughs) i and everybody has to bow down has one nfl owner said are you crazy
3: well, but that's the thing, like, for the NFL, so they're going with this whole diversity thing. The NFL is, like, what, 58% or 50%, 56% African-American, right? So where, where are they actually going with any of this? Like, it is majority of minorities, which that is what? Is that an oxymoron? But anyway.
1: Well, they like, would say that the at, at the management level, it's not that way.
2: I think it's, like, 75. I don't know. You know not I don't know. It,
3: I mean, either way. The minorities outweigh the rest. And then, uh, I don't know. The weird
2: thing is that, like, why offensive coach? And that was because there's plenty of defensive black coaches. Because women
3: are off too, too defensive all the time. I don't know.
2: Oh, I can't wait for the first woman offensive line coach. You know, because what they do, they stand on the back of the... The bags and put them in. <laughs> like oh, see,
3: yeah, you know, awesome. you know, I I I said years ago, like I was somebody when I went to college the first time, I went for sports broadcasting and communications. I loved sports with a flipping passion. And that's all I wanted to do was interview people and all that. But when I started seeing 15 years ago, all these women, sports announcers, like women have nothing to do with flipping football. I'm sorry don't want to watch a woman talking about football seeing anything about football you're no good at football stay away from the sport okay like I don't want to listen to you like you have nothing you've never been in there you've never been hit with a with a helmet you never had to wear a jock strap unless you're one of the he, she's then maybe you need to wear a jock strap I don't flip know. no but anyway like it's not your thing like it's just not why why do women have to be part of it why? I can't handle watching them. I, that's part of yeah. the reason I gave up sports, too. I can't flip and handle.
2: And these, they all go in the locker room, you know.
3: These women are ridiculous. I
0: thought it was a constitutional mandate that you can only have women on the sidelines and in the locker room. Am I mistaken?
1: I think you're mistaken. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Does
0: anybody have any serious topics to bring up?
2: Serious. Mm, Oscars, football. Well,
1: pretty serious well i think i think in the last ed powell you've been saying that you think uh biden is the one person who's preventing a shooting war in ukraine and russia and i've been listening to the to the gaffes that biden has made over the last seven days and i don't see how your position is can be correct on that because he keeps saying things that indicate War is imminent and his his, his team keeps walking them back. So, what's the you?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think the military won't go at, into war unless they're being, unless the commander in chief gives them an order to do that. And so far, he hasn't. Uh, on the other hand, um, you're right. I think there is a fight going on in the administration and, and outside the administration between those people who wish to. Um, Go to war primarily the Victoria newlands and the state department and those people yeah. who don't want to go to war primarily the defense department and um, i think that uh, mr biden is caught between the two of them and so far he's been convinced i think by the dod not to go to war um, one of the reasons is i think because the ukrainians are doing fine And I think that uh, had the Russians rolled over Kiev and and started moving west towards the Polish border, I think we absolutely would have gone to war. I don't think there's any question about that. But um, given I
1: I mean, he said Biden said this week, let's think of some of the things he said. He said that if 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 he told the 82nd Airborne Division that they're going to soon be in Ukraine and they're going to see.
2: Well, I mean, you've got to understand that he's both stupid and (laughs) demented. So he's always been stupid, but now you add to the dementia. He's always said stupid stuff. He's he's he always happens. he's always said stupid stuff. But there's a difference between saying stupid stuff. I mean, Trump said a bunch of stupid. Stuff. There's a difference between yes. saying stupid stuff and giving firm, stupid <laughs> written orders, which is what he'd have to do to get us into a war. And I don't think yeah. he's willing to do that.
0: I think, think Biden. Biden won't let
2: him. One second.
0: Are saying Biden is caught between? opposing forces, but then you say he's dumb and demented. Do you really believe he's involved in any of the decision-making?
2: Yeah, I mean, for what I can tell, the disastrous exit from Afghanistan was 100% Biden. From what I can tell, it wasn't like, um, I think the military wanted a little bit of time i mean they've they always wanted more time even when trump signed the agreement to have them go on in in uh, in may um they always wanted more time and i think that um biden it, you know in, in kind of the demented part of him was like no now like no now tomorrow next week you know by the end of august or whatever and just it, out, out, out out, okay but not that he's thinking it
0: through because no, of
2: course he doesn't think it through okay. But he wanted to get the troops out of Afghanistan because he wanted to, to stop that war. That's been something that he's wanted to do back uh, since the Biden administration. And you can give all sorts of reasons or rationales or the fact that he's an idiot. Or, but I mean, that's a clearly something that he wanted. And, I, and the fact that it ended disastrously just means that he's, he's an idiot. Um, and I think he doesn't want uh, the war in, um, in Ukraine. Um, no matter what he says, which is going to be all sorts of stupid things. Obviously, he just was—he just says stuff, you know?
1: We'll see. But, if, if he, go ahead, Gina, you go and then I'll go. Oh, I'm
3: sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, there's been a lot of people, you know, saying now that maybe those things that were gaffes weren't necessarily gaffes. Those were just things he wasn't supposed to say. Like, those are real well, things.
1: That's what I think. He that, just absolutely. wasn't
3: supposed to say those. And now they've got to walk it back because they're like, Oh, crap. That he was that well, wasn't it's clear that.
2: that the United States is preparing for war in Ukraine because okay. there are certain troop movements that are happening and equipment moves that are happening Correct. that would only happen if uh, you were going uh, to war. And so, Correct. But, but that doesn't mean we're going, that just means we're preparing to go. It's different.
1: Okay, but you, Ukraine and Russia are in, are in peace talks in Turkey right now. And both sides seem to be acceptable, both sides seem to find it acceptable to have Ukrainian, to base peace on Ukrainian neutrality and, and base peace on Russia staying out of the western part of Ukraine. If Biden really is against war, why isn't he all over that? I mean, if he wants peace, it's right there for him to broker. He could, be, he could be Teddy Roosevelt and get a Nobel Peace Prize. I
2: didn't say he wanted peace. I said he wanted the U.S. to stay out. That's a big, the U.S. military to stay out. There's a big difference. I think, to be honest, he would love, I mean, the, the foreign policy establishment would love to grind Russia's military into dust, um, which the Russians seem to be happy to be okay. on the path of doing.
1: So, yeah, I, I don't I mean, I don't see it that way. I think that rather than being ground down and rather than the Ukrainians winning some battles, I think that the Russians are, are just showing a more restrained offensive. And I, I don't restrained
2: that, at all. I don't know where you get that I, idea.
1: I, I Because I think I mean, you've seen the
2: pictures from from Kharkiv and from Mariupol and from Chernihan. Oh, mean, sure, it's a war. that sounds those towns. I mean, there's there's not a building left standing in Mariupol that hasn't been hit by something. If that's, you know, restrained, I don't know what is uh, out of control.
1: That's war. I, but I just don't see them looking for world conquest. I don't see them looking to occupy the country and kill every single person that they can. That's not what I see, and that's well, I, I what the propaganda machine is being is being spun as. I,
2: I don't think that – well, that's ridiculous. They don't – I mean, they certainly wanted to conquer the country and install a uh, – to conquer Kiev and install a puppet government there. I mean, that's certainly what they wanted to do, and they ended up not being able to do that. So now they're going to plan – well, it's plan D by now, but – I mean, that doesn't um,
4: seem like a difficult piece to broker, you know. Neutrality. Well, it depends on
2: what the piece is, right? I mean, the the, the thing is, they've kind of talked both the Ukrainian government and the and the Russians have kind of talked themselves into a into a corner, um, because uh, I think the uh, Zelensky has said that he he can't give away part of Ukraine and stay president, um, and which is probably true and on the other hand russia can't give away the parts of the donbass and, and crimea that he's already taken or or he'll be deposed so they they kind of they kind of got to fight a while to see how it's going before they can make peace in a way that won't get them both deposed it's weird but you know it, we think putin's a dictator and he is to a certain extent but no dictator is without internal problems. And uh, same with Stelensky. I mean, he's even less of a dictator. But I think it'll go on another month. And, and, you know, I don't know what's going to happen because the muddy season ends kind of the middle of May. And then the, you know, transport gets a lot easier. So we'll see if it goes on to the middle of May. I would not expect peace to break out in the next
1: month.
0: Well one of our Liberty block members has some vested interests in that ending at a specific time. but we'll see if uh, if all the governments cooperate, maybe if they listen to this show. Okay. That's it.
4: What else you got for
0: us Steven? What do I got for you? Um.
2: Well, we can always talk about the Fed coin. That's always a good thing. There's more. Uh, there's more um, uh, notion that the Federal Reserve is trying to uh, uh, institute a Fed coin. The Russians are demanding payments in rubles for their uh, for their natural gas, which is putting the Germans into a, a bit of a tizzy, um, and. Uh, so the Russians are also accepting payments in gold. So they're trying to accumulate a lot of gold. Um, meanwhile, we're spending like a drunken sailor and devaluing the dollar. So
0: it's all part of the Great Reset.
1: So I have a question. So this part of destroying the dollar. What's your DeSant- question? Stephen?
0: No, so DeSantis and 20 states or so are suing about the travel mask mandates. Um,
2: And there's a separate uh, suit from flight attendants. So there's these two suits: one filed in Tampa and one filed in Texas. And I've read them. That is, I read them earlier today, both suits. And uh, they're they're going to they're going to win.
0: They're going to win. Two years into this, what am I missing?
2: Um, everybody kept promising, you know, oh, it's just another month, and just another month. And finally, it got to the point where no, where Biden is just not. You know, it, in fact, they're supposed to go away in April seventeenth, but every, nobody believes they will. So I think that's
0: no. It uh, took two years for uh, people to figure out that temporary is a Latin word for permanent.
2: Yeah, that's that's right. And and uh, if you're a flight attendant, man, masks are the end of the world because you are basically made some sort of federal compliance agent. And The a, mask they Nazi. All. They don't want that at all. And but yet, again,
0: they're doing it for two years. That's a long time.
2: Well, because it was only one month more, one it's the frog boiling problem, right? It's one month more, one month more. Don't worry, I'll be over one month more. And they just said to help it. So the flight attendants are suing and then the states are like, um, yeah, you have no right. Uh, the, the, the state, they're all, you know, Administrative Procedures Act, right? Because this was imposed without any, it was imposed illegally. And, you know, it was, you know, major, the major rule doctrine, it, it, there's no congressional um, there's no congressional uh, authorization for this kind of rule. How
0: hard is it to find a federal judge who says, let's just leave it alone?
2: I don't know, but there's in Florida and Texas. So those are two of the better states to sue.
0: Right, but then there's to go to a higher court and they just say, forget about it. And then, I don't know
2: Fifth Circuit is pretty, pretty reliable these days. But who knows what the screens will do, because I got to tell you, I, I almost wish we had given up on Kavanaugh and Barrett and appointed the first two names from the Boston Telephone directory because those guys are just
0: losers. Loser. Well, is it that they were always losers or they flipped once again on the court?
2: I think once a loser, always a
1: loser. Well, backwards. Now a loser was always a loser. Yeah. I thought Kavanaugh was a loser when he got nominated. I thought Barrett was going to be better than she's been.
0: And like they say, it never goes the other way. A Ginsburg never goes to the right. (laughs) Nope.
3: Uh, I'm glad that, I mean, it's way too late for them. They should have brought these lawsuits forth a long time ago. The only reason I'm glad to see it going to the courts is because... Well, Fauci, again, is using the term again for restrictions, restrictions, restrictions with these new variants that are coming out. So that's the only reason that I am glad to see this go to the courts. So there can be something on the books, so everybody can say, you know, screw you, Fauci, go away.
0: What's interesting is at the same time, more and more stuff comes out every day against the vaccines. Right being
2: flooded against
3: the vaccines against him against china against everything i don't know
2: whether we're allowed to talk about this on facebook uh but um (laughs) we'll find out as soon as you do but uh, bruce willis retired today because he has said he's gotten aphasia and if one looks at vares and i know we're not supposed to look at vares nowadays that aphasia is one of the key um Adverse effects, side of effects. the Vaccine, in fact, it's a, a chance of, of getting aphasia in this vaccine compared. And if to I other talk
0: vaccine, about up by a factor of twenty-eight. If I so, mentioned it's hard to talk about aphasia. Is um, yes, it's very hard to talk uh, about. Is aphasia. he going to come slap me? And then
2: the Biden um, got his fourth shot today, and I mean that. that really. Is, that is one of the Russian wow. roulette's that I wish he would play more, because it turns out that the FDA, in the actual, I don't even know whether they meant to or or not meant to, but what they actually did was approve the fourth and fifth shots.
1: Because got it, the fourth shot, Ed
4: Biden, Biden, wow, today, Which we yeah, never know, nice. trying to kill him, maybe he,
2: he he is playing Russian roulette. I'll tell you, and okay. um, you're assuming they
0: really gave him the shot. Which That's true. That,
2: yeah, of course. Yes.
0: And it <laughs> you, you've been opining um, even more recently that they're done with him. And I know there are other pundits out there that are seeing it that way. If you want to elaborate on that.
1: Well, I don't know about the other pundits, but I think it's clear that they're they're phasing him out the same way that the Democrat Party and the, the Democrat media phased out Andrew Cuomo last year. It, it wasn't right. all in one shot. They just they kept chopping them and chopping them until the tree fell late in the year, and that's what I see coming on right now. I think that's why the Hunter Biden stuff is all in the news. Um, but what does it matter at this point? What does what matter? Wait,
0: Wait I mean, can he... you say that with? Can you say that exactly the way she? <laughs> exactly. Did. I mean,
3: come on. What does it matter
0: at this point? <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> I mean, he was never going to run for a second term anyway. So at this point, we're almost. You know, a year and a half, he's going to be in for at least two years to the midterms. They're going to probably have a bloodbath in November. So what difference does it make if he if they get rid of him after that? He was going to be gone anyway.
1: If we have an election in November.
4: That aside, I mean, seriously, I don't know what you mean, what difference
1: does it make? I mean, just they're they're doing doing what they need to do to push him out.
4: OK, but push so him out
1: but, but, just... by, by when? I don't know that. I mean, I don't know what the date after is after the election. I don't know. Maybe so just... the original care? plan who would care? be after the
2: election so that Kamala could serve 10 full years. But now that Kamala has turned they, they don't want her bigger, either. bigger joke than, than Joe. I don't know what they're going
4: to do. Yeah, they're going to have to hold on to him un- until the end. And he's not going to run again. And they're going to have a, a full new slate for 2024 spartan ooh, ooh, ooh.
3: maybe biden will get what willis just had and that will be their official way to get yeah. rid of them
4: unless yeah. they get rid of
3: then, it will tomorrow. be documented that will be a documented
2: but how would Did we know huh <laughs> how would we know yeah if i know biden it's hard had to had differ a disease whatever which made him incapable of yeah, talking yeah, coherently
3: yeah but that I mean, way they could actually put something specific on it i,
2: think
4: I mean the only other the only other be, option it. i see is is getting rid of Kamala and replacing her. Right, and
0: no one's figured out a route for that.
4: Yeah, I mean, I had predicted that a while back. I should stick to that prediction.
0: No, some people were saying they were nominated to the court, which I never bought, and there really is no way to get rid of her. And let's say that Biden did pick her as an insurance policy, which I don't know if he was that right, but it's a big problem. Nobody wants her. So I can only
4: assume that they're stuck right now. And and he's going to be there until the bitter end.
1: I I think they have a plan. I I don't know that we know what their plan is exactly. Other than I think that Biden is clearly on the way out. If he weren't, they would be, they would be suppressing all the stories about Hunter Biden, just like they did for the last 15 months or so, or 18 months. Um, And I mean, I, you know, I I, think I mean,
4: they, they could just be using it all to distance themselves from him. You know, and just blame blame him for everything that's gone wrong.
2: I think Ed you tends know? to think that our ruling class not a de- is it's not a democrat. A four D chess. When I think that the people in our ruling class can barely play checkers. I don't think they're that bright. I I, I you know this. I have this plan, and we're going to do that. And so they don't have any plan. They're just going moment to moment. They're reacting. They go. You know, they like getting rich, but.
1: Well, what do you think? Well, did they do that with Andrew Cuomo last year? Was it just, did they get rid of him in a day or did they spend a year chopping him down until he fell?
2: No, they didn't spend a year chopping him down. They spent a year building him up. He got an Emmy for God's yeah.
1: sake. No, but and, I mean, after, he
2: went. He went in a week. He went
3: in a week.
1: No, right. I don't think- it, Yeah,
3: so. but, I, behind, no but behind the scenes, they were doing stuff because they had to do, what's her name, Letitia James those, or whatever the heck. That was going things, on.
1: Right. All those uh, accusations of sexual harassment- that was going on for about 10 months.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But you do guys realize he's really trying for a comeback.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he is. And here, here, here's a question. His, what does everybody think about the comeback? So Matt Gatz has done absolutely awesome as far as introducing the laptop, all that. But he was just in South Carolina um, at the rally with President Trump this past weekend. And Matt Gatz has said that he will nominate president trump as the speaker of the house yeah
0: but i heard trump already said no and that thing was floated already a year
3: ago it was floated a year and some ago i know um but how great would that be so if trump was or sorry so if they enacted that 25th amendment and then kamala harris because they would get rid of her somehow then that would put him back as temporary president until he's elected again
2: i'm in favor of it but let's knows. go you heard Madison Cawthorn claim that the young uh, representative claimed that he was invited to a, a sex party
3: by some. And in, yeah, and a bunch uh, of drugs, yeah.
2: D.C. drugs and, and sex related mm-hmm. parties.
0: But everybody's getting all indignant. How could you dare? McCarthy's calling him in to dress him down or something.
2: And that's Why would what I've been
0: not taught? believe that?
2: Yeah, I mean, are they new?
0: I mean, come on. Or should I say, come on, man?
2: Yeah, come on, on,
4: man. Come on, man. You know the thing. Dog-faced pony soldier.
0: Well, as long
2: as the sex party wasn't at uh, Tony Podesta's brother's uh, house, I think uh, Madison should have gone undercover with a video camera. But um, too bad.
0: Yeah. I mean, all kidding aside, having Biden at the quote-unquote helm, we're not in a very good time.
2: No, because the Russians, unlike I and you, uh, take what he says seriously. I hope they're not. And
0: that's
4: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I think Putin has to understand American culture, American politics. But he
0: knows how to manipulate it. I mean, and Biden's just throwing him curveballs and lobbing them at it. so.
2: You know. Uh, you know, the weird thing is, like, you know, I, I really believe that um, the reason people hate Putin, not that you know he's not a bad guy. But the reason the left hates Putin is because basically he just passed the don't say gay bill uh, in Russia. <laughs> no no, he did like in 12 or 13 or 14 something before the whole Crimea thing. He, he basically passed a bill that said you're not going to promote you know homosexuality in schools. And uh, and that was like the end of the world for the gay community. And um, they they just absolutely hated him for that. And
1: uh, and I, I think they hated him because he's a nationalist, Ed.
2: Well, that, that too. I mean, I, I remember when I was a kid, you know, I mean, you could sort of tell whether your teachers were married or not, you know, because whether they wore a wedding ring or for women, we called them Miss So-and-so or, or Mrs. So-and-so back then. But that was the extent of their personal lives that I ever knew about. Right. Any of that's it wouldn't know who their wife or husband is wouldn't know what they did on their off time don't know what their hobbies are don't know where they live don't know don't know where they go you know don't know what they do in the summertime don't know anything about them they were teachers they taught and that's it purely professional relationship this idea that we're teaching. Four-year-olds, oh, well, I'm, I'm called they, them. It's like, get out of here. That teacher should be immediately fired, if not strung up. I, I don't know if oh. you saw,
4: I saw some video of uh, a teacher in, in Florida, an elementary school teacher, and he was lamenting the fact that, how am I going to talk to the kids about my partner and what I did this weekend? Like, You're not supposed to be talking about that at all. My, my teacher has never when talked did, to When me did about your personal anything. life and your professional life become intertwined, let alone in a classroom with three-year-olds or third-graders. Or even 17-year-olds. It boggles the mind. Anything. I I think it's uh, it's symptomatic of, again, our our cultural problems that that we have in our society. uh,
2: Narcissism. People, people, Everybody yeah. is a narcissist. Me, me, media. Me. Everybody's got to have the clicks and, yeah, and you can't yeah. get the clicks, you have the clicks from your kids in school and it's just disgusting. And these people, are the, you know, they should, there should be some sort of psychiatric test for a narcissistic personality disorder. And anybody who passes, it should be nowhere allowed near any children.
4: Yeah. I, I think they're also taking advantage of a position of some authority to impose their own, desires you know it's just uh it's just disgusting why it's It's called the anti-grooming bill
2: yeah it's anti-grooming
4: so now it's about dogs
2: exactly
4: (laughs) i can always get steve to chuckle a little
0: bit which (laughs) gee thank you all right having said that let's go everybody talk about what they didn't get to talk about we'll wrap it up gina Get me, come back.
4: So I'll do a quick follow-up on, uh, I think last week I talked about this, about how baseball in, in New York, they had the mandate for the masks, right? Or for the vaccine, I should say. And that's all by the board now, because the New York mayor change, changed the mandate. And obviously it's all because of the Mets, the Yankees, Aaron Judge, the big star in the Yankees, apparently was unvaccinated. So it's like the minute our show is over, the mayor was out there changing the rule. And it's amusing to to a certain extent, because I think it really is a situation where it's money talks, you have Major League Baseball, the two big big market teams in New York that don't want that mandate by any stretch. But on the other hand, there were a lot of people that had to abide by that mandate or they were told you're gonna lose your job. And it's really just so unfair. It's unbelievably unfair and unjust. What, what happened there?
2: I did like that Kyrie Irving went and sat in the stands on the court, uh, you know, r- courtside seats without a mask being unvaccinated. But he was allowed to do that, but he wasn't allowed to play. And I think yeah. that's I think that was kind of one of the better uh, protests. And I think that kind of had an effect because they hit the media hard. Mm-hmm. I think the New York Post covered that a lot. So, you know, good for him.
3: Well, I think I, so not that I wanted to discuss, but I did have um wanted to get your guys' opinions on it. Who thinks that sanctions should be put on China if they continue to support Russia? I just wanted to do a little poll. That's, think I didn't really have a think We should
1: cut our economic and diplomatic ties entirely with China as quickly as possible, regardless of their support of, of Russia. I mean, personally, you know, I'm, I'm the Putin apologist on this show, so I, to me, uh-huh. I think is in the right. On the uh, is mostly in the right, or more in the right than Ukraine in that situation. Um, I think that what Putin is doing is not very different than what JFK did during the Cuban Missile Crisis, and not very different than what we would do if China or Russia were trying to put bases in Mexico or or have a, a, a defense pact with Mexico. Um, but I think that we need we need to. Disentangle from China as quickly and as efficient as as efficiently as we can.
4: How do we do that when they're holding all of our debt?
1: You know, when there's an old saying in finance that you know, if you owe the bank, you know, a a million dollars, the bank owns you. But if you owe the bank a billion dollars, you own the bank. And I mean, if we have to, I mean, the U.S. is going to is going to default on that debt anyway. It can't be repaid. So um, that's the answer, threaten a default if need be.
2: Well, I'll, you know, I'll say the loser of the week is, uh, is Walt Disney. Uh, he was a, a very good man. Uh, he was a very creative man. He- uh,
4: Very patriotic he, man.
2: Very patriotic man. He, he won uh, 27 Oscars in his lifetime and they were not for his company, they were for him personally. And that was when Oscars actually meant something. Um, He invented a number of technologies. He invented the theme park industry. There really wasn't theme parks back then. Um, uh, He was a wonderful man. And and he would be just absolutely, he'd fire everybody if he were around now and see what those idiots have done to his company. And um, I feel bad for the guy. But it just goes to show you how the left will poison everything they touch. Everything they touch, they will poison from uh, the smallest business to the largest.
1: Well said, Ed. Well, I'm going to actually build on what Mike was saying. Um, I don't think the reason why the COVID restrictions are being repealed is because of Aaron Judge or you know, big stars or Kyrie Irving or any other big star. I think that COVID has basically run its course, and I think that the new the new way to virtue signal is by getting behind Ukraine. Um, I think that uh, the Republicans have been shamefully ahead of the curve on that one. Uh, it doesn't matter how much money or how many uh, weapon how much weaponry Biden promises to give Ukraine. The Republicans are even more bellicose and more warlike than than Biden is. Um, and I think the, the real story that's still developing is these bio labs that are in Ukraine and that they were developing pathogens just like the Wuhan laboratory in, in China. And it also came out this week that Hunter Biden's company helped finance them. Um, I think that that is further... Uh, you know that's another nail in the coffin for for Joe Biden at some point, but um, I, I have I don't want to say have little doubt, but I my my strong suspicion is that the CIA is going to blow up one of those one or more of those biolabs labs in uh, in Ukraine and release the next virus. And I think that's you know they they're trying to to hold off. They need new crises, and right now the crisis is Russia Ukraine. Uh, they are they are talking peace and. I, Ed, you said that, that there's not going to be peace in a month. You may be right about that, but I don't well, see. I've that. I've been wrong
2: about everything else. So by saying the war is going to continue a, a month, it's my hope for peace immediately.
1: Right. Well, um, I, I, I think that it, it, in the long, in the in, even the in the medium run, the war is not going to keep going. I mean, I think that both sides basically agree on a, on a framework for peace. There are some details that need to be ironed out. And Ed, you did a good job of. Laying out what those issues are and how they, you know, what needs to be resolved. Uh, But they're going to need another crisis. And I mean, I've been saying on the show for 12 to 18 months that it's going to be a financial crisis, but even before that, I think that there's a, there's a good chance they're going to release another, another bioweapon. And um, I think that that story is going to be, it's going to get bigger and bigger. The the bio labs in Ukraine, Hunter Biden financing, who else financed those things? And, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but that's a story to watch, I think.
0: Okay, the only thing I want to mention is, did anybody read the story I put in the uh, show notes that a judge has opined that Trump broke the law in trying to overturn the election? Did anybody read that? And what in the world does that even mean? I read through
1: your show notes. I didn't see that story. What,
0: tell me about it. Um, well, it's there's a story in Bloomberg that references one of the New York Times, but I I don't have the New York Times paywall key. The congressional committee investigating the January 6th riot still hasn't started overdue public hearings, but it now has produced an important legal opinion from a federal judge stating that the, quote, illegality of the course of action President Donald Trump embarked upon after losing the 2020 election, quote, was obvious. So. I can't get to the other part of the story, but I don't even know what this means.
2: Yeah, I know what it means.
0: Opinions and. Did you. Yeah,
2: we, you know, I think there's. You'd have to use foul language to talk about most of the judges in the United States today, and I don't want to do that on a family show so we'll just say that I don't, uh, I, I don't think this uh, is worth the paper that it's printed on or the electrons that it's used to transport.
0: Since when did judges give opinions like I, I
1: isn't that just strange. When you say opinion do you mean he wrote an opinion for in a case or he just gave an interview. Well, it definitely wasn't in a case. It
0: says he has produced an important legal opinion. Now, when I click on that, that's when I get to the paywall. So I don't know. Now, I know that one of the leading legal scholars, KBJ, said that the way she does it is two people present different arguments to her, and then she decides. Apparently, this judge didn't get that memo because no case has been presented. But if anybody has the New York Times paywall, that's fine. They can look at it. I just didn't understand this whole thing of judges producing opinions without hearing a case.
2: Well not to, you know, prolong the show longer, but that that used to be very common in the United States, but it's it's not anymore. So.
1: Well, I mean, my my take on it is just, you know, January 6th, the Russia Ukraine war, the the the, the 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 Republican Party is is as complicit as the Democrat Party in doing things that are contrary to, to the American interest, to America first, to Trump, to, to anything that's good. And um, the Republican Party is a real problem for, for what we're trying to accomplish as, as liberty-minded folk. I
0: think the Republican Party is the problem. Well said. All right. With that, we'll wrap it up since I got a compliment and that doesn't happen much. We will be up as a podcast within about a half hour to an hour. We're happy everybody was here with us today. And we will see you back next Wednesday afternoon at 4 o'clock, as always, for show number 95. Have a wonderful day.